That's a rare Double move. Double you'll never know who I am. Uh, who is she? I don't know who she is. Pretty sure it's James Brown. Who's that? Uh, everybody, welcome uh, welcome back to the Poetry Gods. This is our uh, season one finale episode. We're very happy to have you here. True. Yeah, yo, and we're so thankful that y'all were kicking it with us for the entire season one. And it's... It's mad funny because when we're recording these, like, you know, we like to think of them like seasons, but we never really shared that information with y'all. So now this is some information. That was a season. That was a season with the gods. And we're about to gear up for season two. We wanted to give you something special before we did, like a, like a treat, a testament. And uh, Jose, you want to tell them about that, this gift? Yeah, so, you know, first of all, let me also hop on the on the gratitude train and say thank you to everyone that's tuned in. Uh, you know, I thought that we'd be canceled. There were <laughs> definitely... <laughs> There were definitely moments where I thought I might also get fired. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> I was like, the network is not going to stand for this. Yeah. You know, but but I, I also want to shout out Squarespace. You know what I'm saying? Can't forget Nature Squarespace. Box. Yo, shout out Nature Box. Also, you know, everybody else, season two is coming. Get your sponsorships ready. You know what I'm saying? Use use the the code the poetry gods on Squarespace. Mm -hmm. Get your whole website for free. (laughs) Hey, if they give you a hard time, you know, tell them tell them to talk to me. Tell them I sent you. Uh, (laughs) And uh, also the big gotcha. And our big gotcha is I admitted to John and Jose recently, but I did not listen to Serial, the podcast Serial, for like (laughs) ever until September, and I started listening, and I finally got all the Squarespace jokes. So all those laughs you heard all of season one where I'm laughing at the Squarespace jokes, I just thought they really loved Squarespace <laughs> and NatureBox. I had no idea there was some, you know, uniting theme, which was other podcasts. So there's, there's a, a wonderful tidbit. There you go. You know what I'm saying? You're getting plenty of tidbits on this episode of The Poetry Gods. Uh, the, the episode you're about to hear is real special. Uh, extra special. Extra special. We yeah, recorded yeah. it in the Berkshires. Uh, Aziza, John, and myself were the poets in residence at the Solid Sound Music Festival. Um, and we were riding around the mountains and it was very beautiful and because it was a long trip we decided that we would listen to podcasts you Mm. know what I'm saying so we listened to the Charlie Murphy episode of the Champs classic yes (laughs) like 
Yo, for real, if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's very good. Um, Charlie Murphy drops all sorts of gems. And and afterwards, yeah. you know, we, we were like, hmm, what would it look like if we recorded a podcast like this? But instead of comedians, we, we talk to poets. Mm. About their lives. Yeah. About their lives, you know what I mean? And about the difficult topics like... How to not be whack in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> but also, huge, like, what were you... Topic, you know? Yeah. What were you like as a kid is a fair and, like, beautiful interview question. I feel like we didn't hear enough of those questions mm. on, like, the other podcasts we were listening to. Yeah. Yeah, shout yeah, out those other podcasts. Like, and we love you, other podcasts. <laughs> other podcasts, y'all are beautiful. Yes. Look at you, other podcasts. I know. And uh, I think, like, the big joy was that we, we loved the idea of, like, you know, conversations that we would be having with our homies, like, at the bar after the show that they would read at or on the couch after our show, such was the Berkshires. And we were in this, like, very, I, I would call it swanky. I would offer the word swanky for what that for the situation was. We were sitting on a nice couch. It was kombucha on tap. Yo, kombucha on tap. <laughs> kombucha on tap. Actually, the only place I've ever seen kombucha on tap. Yo, I, I literally asked right. John and Aziza, I was like, yo, what's kombucha? <laughs> Why is it on tap right now? I've never seen it before. We're like, well, he'll say it's a fermented beverage, quite like a tea uh, that you mm. ferment for some time. And it, it was wild. There were kombucha mojitos, which I think is like, life's way of showing you that you've leveled up a little bit like i you yeah. know yeah. We're, we're kind of those dudes right now or that you're in western massachusetts <laughs> yes yeah also and when, when it's both my goodness yeah and let's be honest it was on tap for free so you know the kid was just up there like yo that's a kombucha green tea whatever bring it here you know what i'm saying keep it coming <laughs> That's how I felt. Oh, yo. And Jose, you and I both got lineups that day from a we barber did. that was right next to the kombucha mojitos. Wow. It, it was really a magical weekend because also we had our portraits taken. That's right. Yes. Like right after we got the wow. haircuts, we went back into the museum and we got our portraits taken. You know what I'm saying? Swanky. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was a, a very. Of swank. Much swank. It was a weekend full of swank. Full of mirth, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was it was yeah. fantastic, and uh, yeah. So that's that's what you're going to get ready to hear uh, after one of these. We were there for three days, and after one day, uh, we were sitting on the couch. You'll you'll hear Aziza and myself talking first. Uh, that's because mm-hmm. John was trapped. You know what I mean? I was networking. <laughs> John was networking. I was working the crowd. Uh, let's be honest. John was being held hostage in another conversation. And Aziza and I were like, yo, we don't want to be a part of that conversation. Let's start talking shit and hit record on the iPhone and drink these beverages and let's see what happens. And what happens is and one we season, we drank a great many beverages. We drank a great many beverages and... We started this podcast, and we were just playing, you know what I mean? And it's um, a wonderful joint that I love. Uh, we love referencing at the top of many podcasts now, but we're just trying to get a feel for the thing. Like, mm-hmm. the champs can't be the only ones who could do this, yeah. though we love y'all, and y'all have a wonderful format. But we were like, yo, we 
we think we got we think we got this. We think we got some juice, not just because we were you know full of kombucha. We, we have plenty of juice. <laughs> Yo, we have plenty of juice. Also, we just really <laughs> did not think that we would ever put this audio file out publicly. It's really a testament to where we feel like we've been in season one that I think we feel comfortable <laughs> releasing the audio from our first night <laughs> yes. recording. Yes. And it might sound like these three people did not mean for this to go public. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will add a disclaimer. If you are listening to the Jive Poetic episode, which you absolutely should, I told a version of the story that I tell on this one on the Jive Poetic episode, but I think it's better on this one. This also, also, it's a classic story. Uh, so you, if you hear it twice, you know what I mean. It'll be twice as nice. You know what I'm saying. Uh, also, you know, I, I just want to say, uh, you know, it's a year past, and and we have this podcast, and mm. and that's really beautiful. So for real, for real, uh, yeah. thank you for riding with us. Yeah. This is a, a testament to. Thank you. I mean, we started. We started the episodes pretty bold, and I feel like we've gotten even more bold and uh, more reckless. You know what I mean? And that's why we're releasing this very private thing and now making it public. But also, I think it's a testament to uh, to just how good y'all are listening and, and, and the types of conversations that we've been having with people. Yeah. Uh, you know, for real, thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, keep keep an eye out for season two. It's coming sooner than you think. We're gonna have all sorts of like new sponsors. We're gonna have we're each gonna have our own microphone. You know what I mean? That's the dream yeah. and the hope. I don't know if y'all know what our recording situation looks like, but it's really just one microphone. <laughs> John, Aziza, and myself. And sometimes Aziza's present via cell phone. You know what I mean? Everybody gets their own microphone yeah, we season up two. To the microphone. Yes. <laughs> Everybody gets their own no, microphone. Oprah. Yo, Oprah, Oprah, where you at? Also, if you have specific guests that you think, you know what, I would love to hear the Poetry Gods interview this person, you should feel free to tweet at us or send us an email and tell us who and why. Because uh, we we have a pretty crazy lineup coming up for you in season two, but but you know we want to know who you want to hear from and who are the poets who you really want to know what the stories of their life are that have that have impacted them and impacted their work. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, holler at us. Yeah, holler at us at the Poetry Gods. Uh, we are emailed thepoetrygods at gmail dot com. <laughs> And uh, keep sending us your questions. Actually, today we got a question from Bob Holman. You know what I mean? Shout out Bob Holman. That's right. Yeah. 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 That's, I got that email. And I was like, Bob Holman, why are you emailing my work email address? <laughs> it was such a good question, too. It was great. It was great. And I can't wait to answer that. So please continue to send in your questions. You know, uh, we we love y'all. Thank you for putting up with and maybe even co-signing some of our foolishness. You know what I mean? Th- thank you, NatureBox, for paying for this foolishness. And thank you to the people specifically. I mean, we love you if you're just listening, but the people who take to Twitter and interact with us afterward are so affirming. Yeah. We really, really appreciate your presence. Yeah. Uh, Mike, sure. yeah. you know, among so many, uh, Imani, I'm trying to think who else. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I, I think about, um, dang, I'm, I'm losing all the names right now. Oh, right. there's a, there's Tim Jones. <laughs> my guy, Tim Jones. Prolific. Yeah, Rachel uh, Zucker. Yeah, Rachel Zucker gives us mad <laughs> yeah, love, Rachel yo. Yeah, Rachel Zucker, yo. Yo. Thank you, 
Shout out. Shout out to you. We should do a combination podcast. Both our podcasts together. Yeah. Let's see what happens. All right. And uh, we're, listen, it's so hard for us to shut up, but uh, we're, we're going to do it and we're going to see you soon. Uh, any last words, y'all? People Man, see me, but like, they just yeah. don't. Overwhelming gratitude. Overwhelming. Yeah, we love you. We are so thankful yeah. to have you listening to the podcast, and we can't wait to come back and uh, and keep making work that moves us and hopefully moves you. That's yeah. it. All right, so mm-hmm. uh, stay tuned. This is the first thing we ever recorded together, presented to you in <laughs> high-definition Apple iPhone quality. <laughs> iPhone 4, I think. iPhone 4. You know what I mean? Shout out 2010. You know what I mean? We in the building. What's uh-huh. good, y'all? <laughs> All right. I think that's it. I think. Hey, yeah. All right. Good. Enjoy. Yeah. Go some wild, y'all. <laughs> What I told you. All right, so corniness. How to avoid or how we become a corny whack nigga when we're in love. Uh, and corny whack nigga poetics, right? Because you want to be truthful. And the thing is simple. And it's the thing that everyone has always wanted to feel and you're not feeling it. How do you avoid being duper duper whack? I think you avoid... Break it down. You avoid... For one, I think there's a step-by-step rule book, am I right? Called How to Avoid Being a Corner Whack Nigga. Yeah, I think I bought that. All right, so point one. Point one, avoid talking about the sex that you're having with this person. Because it will never sound as good as the sex you're having with this person. All right, hold up. We got to stop here. All right. How do you write about... What What does it take to write well about sex? All right, so you can't mention, I think, the things that you're going to do. You know? I'm a, hey, hold on. I'm I, a, I just got to say, I wish the people <laughs> out there listening could see what Aziza just did. Could see through the most shade just with her looks. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was very much, you can't talk about what you will do. Eyebrow up. Eyebrow down. <laughs> I learned that from Groucho Marx. If you're going to talk about sex, talk about it like Groucho Marx talks about sex. How does Groucho Marx He makes about it into a really fantastic joke. Into a joke. Like, but is, he's humor, so, is humor no, the key? No, he's so sincere. Humor is the key, but like good jokes are the key. And not even making it into a joke, no. It's so sincere. It's so real and so, abiding. So break it down. What do you, right, what so do you one, mean? I would say, Instead of being like, yo, I'm a... Uh, what, so do, what do you say? What do you, how do you do say? That. You say you you literally say what happened. What happened? Which and you is? don't try to embellish like his onyx skin. <laughs> and I was transcended. Hey yo, done already. Done. Uh, 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 uh. Transcended. Done. Hey yo, he, he took me up into the world. I was like. Woo! God, music, uh, and just so like, instead of that, what do you do? What do you, instead of that, you go how do you like, write about sex? What do you say? I think you literally say, you gotta like, be like, yo, 
pussy. I don't. Say I pussy. don't write about sex actually. <laughs> you can't, you you, can't you, say you, that. I think you. I don't write to, about sex either, but I, I feel like I need about, to. I feel like learn, we, you know maybe mean? we should. Okay, How so do you write here's, about here's, it? here's I think the rules. I think the rules. You don't talk about like what I'm gonna do is like kiss you on your forehead and be this, that, and the third. Okay, so we know a lot of what not to do. First of all, I don't think you can be braggadocious, but you have to examine who you are in that realm. The folks that be most braggadocious whack. be the most whack. We talking about writing and if we're being honest, we're also talking about in love. Be the most whack. People you hear talking right now, hey audience, I just want you to listen to me real quick. If you hear a motherfucker talking about love too much, it means they are whack they in, love. in love. They've never been in love, They're or if ego. they've been in love, it's with themselves. They you know what I'm saying? Is, oh. You know what I mean? Ooh. You know what I mean? Ooh. Hey, if we had a DJ, that's where the drop would come ah, in. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Yep. Hey, yo, this podcast is this already lit. lit. All right, hey, this all is right. a pilot so episode pilot. right here. Right, no, and it's so, already lit. So then also, We're lit right so now. That's number two, I think, to talk about all right, to talk about love and sex. Let's couple them together. Should we or should we uncouple them? Because those are two different two different things, I, you know what I mean? They are, I've talked about sex in terms of it being terrible. <laughs> and that's always good. That's 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 a lot more achievable, I think. I would say. Than it is to talk about sex then you that can is literally good. Say it's that also a lot was, you know what? It's also a lot easier to write about heartbreak in ways that are interesting. Not you don't true. think so? Not true. It's hard to write about I think it's harder to write about heart matters that are fulfilling and good than it is to write about heart matters. Well, I've heard many a corny heartbreak poem. That's true. More than many. All right, y'all. I believe that. I believe that. Like, I've heard many a, like, and that broke nigga with terrible, (laughs) terrible taste in clothes didn't pay my child support and I'm gonna kill him and his mama. And I'm gonna never, I'm gonna never love again. Where's fuck mess, where's fuck master flex right now? We need the drops. We need the drops. He he never even, and that nigga was so whack, he never even did anything worth loving, and I love that dumb nigga anyway. And I'm sad. I'm sad, sad. Uh, yo, to be sad. real though, if someone said all that and then they ended it with, and I love that dude anyway, you know what I mean? That would be a little more interesting It'd be to endearing. the kid. It would be, be, I guess endearing. that's the word, endearing. It would be endearing. It, it was be like, hey, yo, you, I'd be like, yo, how love do you yourself, love, love such a whack a person? Love that's interesting a to better. me, how you love a whack person like that. But I guess yeah. maybe not, you know what I mean? For me, it's like, if you love maybe someone just a gossip that I like. Whack, I like the gossip the gossip. I do. And that's okay. I be gossiping. You want to hear some gossip? No. Alright. Let's talk about the poems then. So then, alright, so rule number one, don't talk about what you would do, what you will talk do. Talk about what you did. Talk about what you did. What does that mean? What do you, when you say that, so, what do you mean? Okay, I think what I mean to say, what I mean to say is also the most tried outline of poetry contemporarily. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What I mean is, Listen what I mean up, to y'all. say, I feel what like, I mean how about you just is. say that shit? <laughs> what I mean Why? is, I need the, why I need the preamble? Why I need your first draft? How about you say what you thought you was gonna say and then hey, you go yo, like, the real, nah, psych, nah, psych, nah. I'm the real. I don't think we write first drafts. You know what I mean? I'm above that. I'm above first drafts. No, we can't everything. make fun of that. <laughs> we can't make fun of. That. All right, y'all. Uh, no, for the podcast, delete that line. We can't. We can't talk shit about That's that, young dude. That's me. But you know what? Talking about youth. Uh, I'm 22. Uh huh. 
I don't feel that's wild. Like a lot of other 22 year old. What do you, What does that mean? And sometimes I be around a 22, and I'm like, Yo, you're an infant child of the apocalypse. Even though you're 22 yourself. I feel like I'm 86. <laughs> I feel aged and wise. Maybe yeah, not wise, but certainly aged. I'm 27. A lot of times, I feel like 21. You know what I mean? Ew. It'd be out here. Gross. <laughs> we don't need to be talking about what I'm doing, but uh, just know, New York City used to be out in these streets. The kid, <laughs> the kid is out here. You the know what I mean? Out here, you know what I mean? Being a 27, 21-year-old. I'm a 22, 95-year-old. Being a young motherfucker, you know? I'm I feel like I'm young. Bitch. I mean, no, 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 but that's really a lie. If I'm telling the truth. Tell the truth. I'm like a, a grandfather. Sure. Always. Hold up. Pause our podcast. Oh, okay. Pause the podcast. Wait, is this a we're, we're doing an interview. We've been talking for 15 minutes, my dude. Can I get a paper and pass? And now we're back. Thank you, Jose, for helping the boy John Sands. John Sands, hopefully, will be tuning into this kind of, uh, podcast. Uh, keep know, an eye soon. out. We got the John Sands podcast coming up soon. You know what I mean? We're trying to be. We're trying to be like the chance before poetry. You know? We're going to get the whole story, how he did it, how he's come up. He just made a big move. You know what I mean? What are you talking about? John Sands, he just made a big move. Oh, he sure did. He made a big move. Would love to hear more about his, how that's impacting his life. We won't talk about it right Yo, now. No, we really got to keep the alcohol in this because rum we might We might need to take a pause so we can go get more alcohol. If you're listening to this podcast, just know we need to sponsorship from like Bacardi from Diddy we need a spot from Hennessy somebody got a sponsor hey shout out to Hennessy shout out to Hennessy that's the preferred drink the preferred sponsorship we no love offense, to be out Diddy. here no offense to no Diddy offense you know what I mean Diddy, like if I respect you, your hustle I respect wait hold on give me, give me five seconds for Diddy I respect your hustle I respect your grind I respect your, like you know your production yeah. I respect your eye yeah. for talent yeah. you your know taste. what I'm saying yeah. I respect that all like that. you know you, you, met, you stack mad paper Understandably so. Yeah. Uh, that's all the respect I got for you, Diddy. Goodbye. And uh, let me just add that if you would like to pay us to write poems for you, Diddy. No doubt. Like, Wait, what do you mean for him? I don't know. Like, if you decide to drop a book of poetry, you know what I mean? James Franco dropped the book of poetry. All right, Aziz is shaking her head. But just know, I would ghostwrite the shit out of a Diddy poem, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. If you're trying Yo, to Yo, but Drake, kid, like, Drake, if you're listening, uh, first, of all, first of my all, boy, my boy, JPS, I'm gonna keep it all initials. All right, y'all. He Hold really up. thinks gotta, you're the finest. Right now, because joining all us right. on the podcast all is, right, all right, all right. is the one and only, the man, the man the himself, myth, the legend. Indeed. Give it up, y'all, for Johnson. It's good to be here, y'all. You're welcome, welcome. <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't lie. I've been a big fan of both of you for a very no long doubt. time, and, it, and it's an honor to join you on the podcast. Natural, natural. John, you know, just so you know, we've been talking about love and how to not write whack love poems. <laughs> and, I call uh, it corny whack nigga poetics or yeah, corny whack we're, man we're poetics. Trying to get people, okay. We're trying to get people. Poetics. Yeah, there we're trying to get people. Look at the, look at the installation, oh though. Oh my god. You gotta focus on the podcast because people can't. 
Sorry, y'all. There's an installation. We're out here. We're at Mass Mocha. Yeah. North Adams, Massachusetts. Yeah. Through if you ever get the chance with the no doubt solid sound fest. Shout out to Jeff Tweedy. You know what I mean. Shout out to Wilco. Crazy video installation we're looking at right now. But it's happening. All right. Aziza just completely submarine the whole project. You know but I mean? if I'm a submarine, I'm still coasting. Ooh, <laughs> anyway, we're coasting. Back we're coasting. to back to John Sands. We were talking about love and how to avoid being a corny whack dude in our poetics. And so Aziza said, rule number one is do not talk about what you will do sexually. But what you have done. But talk about what you have done. Now the question is, what does that mean? <laughs> and I was about to break it down. Aziza's right, about to so break, it down. break it down. All right, all right. So what I'm going to say is, so you know the dude at the open mic. This is a discursive podcast. (laughs) In case you didn't know. And in case you were confused. We might take some tangents, but we will come back. Best believe. I do feel like I have written poems, though, that talked about what I would do. Sexually. Ah, sexually. I I mean, sexually. I would say sexually. I have never done these things. I'm I'm not saying that I've written poems that were like, I will kiss your neck and then I will rub your back. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll scratch your back in the morning. I'll, cl- I'll definitely sound like I'll cook you an egg sandwich. Yo, we're saying goodbye to a new friend that we just yeah. made. She's drinking a kombucha mojito, you know. The peasant skirt is really dope, you know. Uh, uh, I'm really enjoying the jean jacket. It just it's got awesome. Real, this is perfect for the podcast. I just got a little bit quiet. We're ready to do this, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, All right, we're still rolling. We're still rolling. Yeah, yeah but so, like, I'm, I'm saying this is what I would aim to avoid, right? right so I was I was at an open mic a couple years ago, now uh-oh. I'm saying, and like there was, not even a couple years, last year, uh-oh. last year, and there was this man, this grown man, and he uh-oh. he introduced the poem, and he said, I've been working on this for 10 years. 10 years, it's a decade. It's wow. a decade, I was 12. Wow. 12, I was an infant. All, you've been working on this since I was in 8th grade? Although, I will say, you don't get any points for how long you've been working on it. I would agree. I know that from personal experience. You'd you be like, don't. man, I've been writing this poem for 5 years, and it's not and as good as the one that took over, me an hour. If it took you 10 years and it's whack, come on. And it was. If and it I'm sorry. Took you 10 years and it's whack, yo. And it was a sex poem, right? It was. I would. I hate to categorize poems, America, but like you gotta get the fuck out of here. You, you gotta worked go ten home. years on the whack poem, you know you what I mean? Hit, hit the road, Jack. Not kick it with us, y'all. Like, was, you guys are just right? not old enough to have worked on a whack poem for ten years. I don't <laughs> no. think that you can discredit that. You know what? Aziza, to have worked on a whack poem for ten years, you would have had to start it when you were twelve. Yo, you you were gonna start a poem this year that you don't finish until you're thirty-two, and it's gonna be a whack. You're gonna. I mean. It's not guaranteed yo, to be whack. Yo, but here, here's I don't know why I'm is. arguing for I'm, this dude. I don't know why you are either. He was pretty atrocious. You know? like, I'm willing. So, yo, right, no, but Pete, listen, I'll, to, I'll listen to what this man said, right, though. Listen to what this man said. Because I'm never one to cut, cut or shade your process. It's not what I'm on this earth for is to do that. Nah. But this man came up there and was like, I've been Talk working on it for it. a decade. I was I was with him. I was like, a decade? Yes, brother. Not I didn't write that like five minutes before. Like all these other folk. On the open mic being crazy, talking about I'm going to just spit off the dome and it's whack. You've been working on it for a minute, all right? That's fine. Whatever. But then why this man going to say, like, I'm going to turn her out, throw her on the ground, like, fuck up her skirt and pull her hair? That's like 10 years old. I was like, and he was like, and I will will have, like, melodious instruments on her frontal lobe. And I will, like, 
throw her skirt in the air and catch it on fire. And like I will, I will make her feel like the woman she never felt before. Can I just say something real quick? Sure. The kid is kind of turned on this news. That's disgusting. Get away from me. Get away from me. I also like the image of my dude taking like six months to write the line. I will turn her out. Like every month, he's like, I should. I can. How does this fall? I will. Turn, I've been considering turn her, in, turn her up. I've been feeling, but you know out. what it is. But you know what it is, though. What you know why it? that line is terrible. Why is it terrible? Everyone says that. Everyone says that. It's not even. You know, it's not even like he had to take a minute. All he had to do is like and walk to the club and hear someone say like, "Yo, I'm finna turn her out," and it's like, ah, that's, done. that's, that's done. it. That's it's a colloquialism, if you will. I like that. You know what I mean? I but here's my I thing. Will. He said all of this and he delivered it like looking at a friend of mine and was just like, oh, no. ah. Oh, All this no. sultry sonic sounds. It was like die, die, puke. Sultry, sonic, and then the next dude that came up right, did a right, similar right. thing. All right, so so you don't do that. Do. So what do you do? do? You do? What what's, do you do? What's the official? All right, official tissue. tissue? Way well, here's the thing. To deliver a here's sexy, the thing. Here's the thing. Love poem. All right, here's the thing. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in absolutes. You know what I'm saying? I can't tell you how to do something. Hold on, you gotta repeat that. I'm not. All right, Aziza Bond said. Yeah. In the third person. Yeah. I am not interested in absolutes. I can't tell you how to do something. Uh I can tell you what aesthetically I'm not feeling. I can tell you what I believe to be whack. But even whackness, even whackness is not stagnant. Even whackness is not static. You know, whackness can ebb and flow and change like Uh dopeness. But what I would say is, all right, so you're feeling this person. What's at the root of that feeling? Can you meditate on that for a few moments? And then, like, sit in the park with your notebook, now I mean? And be like, yo, I feel really good, or I feel really terrible. And then get to the root of that, why do you, why? Why do you even care, you know what I mean? And then make me care. Hold on, I'm gonna pause you for a second, because I see John Sands nodding over there. John, you wanna add to this discussion? I just don't know that the question is... Uh, different for how do you write a poem versus how do you write a love poem. Well, all right. We're so store, let me, let me, uh, what let me I, challenge that. Which is to say, writing a poem is challenging enough, but why does it seem like it is ten times more challenging to write a love poem? Because I think that people feel a pressure that they don't feel with their actual work, so they feel like... Like, if you ever showed up at a gig or something and you're supposed to read poems and uh, you get there and you think, oh, man, they're all this person's here and this person's here, I'm going to have to be more than me, you know? And after an hour of worrying about it and thinking about it... No, no, he's almost done. All right, go ahead, go ahead. After an hour of kind of worrying about it and thinking about it, you always end up landing on, well, I guess I just have to, you know, read the poems that I write and be who I am. And I think when people write love poems, they say, man, I feel this big thing that makes me feel like I have to be more than me in order to tell the story. But at our core, we're storytellers. And a love poem only has to be the story and, and, and the trust that it's enough 
to tell the story accurately. So you tell it accurately. Yeah. And love is shown. But if yeah. you say, oh man, I'm trying to show love. You got it As wrong. opposed to I'm trying to show truth, which is love. And that's, right. it's, it's just a different way around, See, you know? I told you to let him go finish. Back, go back. I told you to let him Rewind finish. Rewind that back. Rewind that back. John Sands, could you go back and you, could, you, could you repeat what you just said? No. I said, I said, you said to show love to show as truth. opposed to to show, show, show truth. truth. Which, which is love, you know? Which ultimately love. will be love because it's the truth, you know? Because it's the emotional truth. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Uh, I just want to say a couple things. Number one, I've never shown up to a gig and been like, you know what I mean? You're alive. You're lying. I, I just said You're that, dead you know ass mean? lying. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You're <laughs> dead ass liar. You back. ain't never shown Hold up. I just say that to say, you know what I mean? I'm a professional. You know, you should book me for shows. America. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, yo, up, America. America, 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 don't grab my phone. Hey, this isn't your hey, phone. America, America hey. don't book Jose because this man is crazy. This man is crazy. Hold yo. up, America. You know I don't know who that belongs to. Oh, wait, are those yours? Uh, no, that's not, no, those aren't ours. Nope. Yeah. All right. We're gonna get more Enjoy. We are. Yo, yo. But but for no, real, like. That's not ours. You, Jose. Jose, on the real side. On the real side. On the real side. Right. side. Uh, that's just number one. I just wanted to say, you know, America, you should book me for shows. I'm a professional. Da 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 da. Whatever, right? The second thing is, my one of my favorite love poems of all time is uh, Reservation Love Song by Sherman Alexi. And what I love yeah. about that poem is that there are a lot of emotional flavors to that poem. What do you mean by emotional flavors? I mean that I think to me the hard part about writing a love poem is you feel as a writer, at least when I was younger I used to feel this pressure as a writer that I had to prove to the audience how incredible my lover was, right? Like I had to capture all her incredibleness in one poem. Incredibleness. And I really, I really needed to write a poem that would showcase to them and would make them fall in love with the same person that I was in love with, right? And I was trying to, I was trying to be like, hey, y'all, you know, you should be jealous, da da da, whatever, right? Yeah. Right, ew, yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, I think that what I love about that poem is that the love in that poem that Sherman Alexi shows is very complicated. It's not easy, it's not pretty, it's kind of ugly. At times it's like close to fucking fucked up, you know what I mean? It's not a very easy love. But when I think about the love that I have experienced in my life, none of it has ever been really easy. And all the people that I've loved have had their, you know, what should we call them? Eccentricities. Their eccentricities. Yeah, their, their rough edges. I'm, I got plenty of rough edges, you know what I mean? I'm on this podcast right now. <laughs> Being a rough edge. Being a rough edge. So, you know, you love me, you got to you gotta love the kid that comes out on a poetry podcast. America, if you can see Aziz's face (laughs) being shaken into the palm of her hand. Can I just say... uh, My face is glowing right now. John's face is glowing. (laughs) He loves it. I mean... It's true. It's so true. (laughs) 
You have know? to love. Well, also you kind of have to love you for it, not despite it. Yeah. And that's a really critical difference. Yeah. I had this man. Uh, my friend uh, Natalie, who I don't think she'd mind me telling this story. Assuming <laughs> <laughs> well, that you hear this, America. Um, Natalie, America. You know, she she talked a lot about never believing that she was someone who was going to settle down with anyone, and she started dating this dude, uh, Joe, who really made her laugh. Yeah. And she was like, you know, I'm gonna stay because it's fun, and when it stops being fun, I'm gonna leave. And she was very upfront with him about it. And I, you know, he told her early on. He said, "I'm gonna marry you. Like, that's gonna happen. You don't know it right now, but I will. You don't know that I'm gonna marry you, but I will." So Joe said that maybe a year in, right? So seven years they've been together. Okay, and they're on vacation. And Joe says, "You know, I really." think that now's the time will you marry me I love you I want to spend the rest of my life with you Natalie says yes she says yes right so then they go home to wherever they are or no no maybe not home they go to their vacation home or whatever they, wherever they were staying right and Natalie wakes up at like 2am in the middle of the night in tears panicking like full on panic attack I have to go. Um, She puts her clothes on. She packs a bag. She leaves a note saying that she had to take the car, but she just took it into town where she was going to leave it for him. And he can, you know, like, she's going to catch a bus from there. She's really, really sorry. He's a great dude. And, like, it's just she never thought that this was going to be how it went, right? She is fully clothed in boots at three in the morning standing at the door and she looks over at the bed and like kind of to make peace with the fact that she's not going to say goodbye and Joe's eyes are open this is a true story Joe's eyes are open and he's not crying he knows exactly what she's doing and he is laughing because he knew that she would do it and she just saw him taking joy in how much he knew her, not hurt by it. And so the way she tells it, she said, I have no other choice in that moment but to take off my boots and to crawl into bed and accept that this man loves me uh, not not me. like loves me despite not loves me despite he loves me for this yeah. crazy shit that I'm gonna do that my body does because and he even, loves knowing even me. as I'm walking away he's laughing and loving me still you right? know what I mean and talk about like man I want to write a poem that's perfect about how perfect it is that is not a perfect story but that is an incredible an love story. Yo, story and I that's what it is though but that's what it and is and I was though. like on edge I was like oh no no she's but that's out. what it is out. this is what I resent about the Corny, here, here, how to avoid the corny love poem. Yeah. If you write the corny love poem insisting on perfection, you've missed the point entirely. You have, we are Hold not. On, say that again. Say that if again, you write the corny love poem, this is how you write it. If you're insisting on perfection, you've missed Miss the point the entirely. Entirely, America. Perfection is not even the goal. Uh, it's not even what we can aim toward because uh, we're not here forever. We're at a at a molecular level imperfect because we we fail. You know, we die, we decompose, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like you don't you don't write to uh, 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 glorify our decomposition at all. It's just a truth, right? You just you just go like, well, yo, I love you. I'm just here 
and I'm here for a limited time only, and I love you. That's a great way of saying it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hey, y'all, that, I think that's the end of the podcast, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like we gotta drop the mic. Yeah. yeah. Tune in next uh, time when we discuss how to write a good hate poem. Hey, this. <laughs> hey, America, get ready to hear about that. I got lots to say on the subject. I'm if sure you do. one thing I know how to do, Beautiful. it's how to hate, you know what I mean? No, he doesn't. Anyway. Hey, uh, <laughs> Chicago over everything. America, you can catch me at the Solid Sound Fest right now. We out here, you know what I mean? Fuck with me. I'm really out here. Uh, I'm sure I got more shows coming up. Shout out to the up. champs. Yeah, shout out to the champs. Fuck and Charlie with us. Murphy. Hey, yo, champs, fuck with us. We'd love to do a podcast yo, with you. for real, for real, for real. You should have us because we're funny as fuck. We're and, very funny. And we're smart, you know what I mean? And we're fuck smart. With us. Fuck with us. Yo. Uh, Aziza, you got any shows coming up you want to let the people know about? You know, talking about, I'm in talks right now, so I can't really discuss it. I can't really disclose what I'm about to be doing, but like, catch me next week. I'm going to know some more yeah. uh, uh, Fuck with secret, Aziza. secret She's shit. going to LA. If you're in LA, holler at her. You know what I mean? Follow yeah. us on Twitter, on Instagram. I'm at J-A-Y-O-H-E-S-S-E-E. At J-O-S-E. You know what I mean? Spell it fun- phonetically. 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 Not at all. You're talking to the wrong people. Sorry, dog. Okay. Either way, go ahead. Wait, wait, what's your Twitter? Yo, I don't, yo, it's just my name, dog. It's what's just at Aziza Barnes. At Aziza Barnes. For everything. It's real simple yeah. and concise. Because like that. that's the kind and, of lady uh, I am. special guest, John Sands. At I am John, J-O-N, Sands, S-A-N-D-S, like Sands on the Beach. Yeah, no On H both uh, Instagram you know I mean? and Twitter. Fuck with me. Or johnsands.com, which is J-O-N-S-A-N-D-S. Uh, love to see you there. I'll have some shows coming up there that I'll post for the fall. And you can also catch me in the Fiction MFA program at Brooklyn College this fall. Beautiful. You can catch the girl in Mississippi yeah. in the fall in her you, MFA program. You can catch the kid in the Bronx, you know what I mean? Where he is. <laughs> Where I be. Where he tends to be. Where I tend to be. Probably at my favorite Dominican Puerto Rican spot. Because he's racist. arroz, habichuelas, y pollo al horno. You know what I mean? Fuck with me. I'm out here writing poems about all those things, and uh, we'll catch you next time. This is the initial podcast. Wherever you're at, if you could just give us a round of applause, we would love that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're going to name it later. We're going to name it later. later, but just know it's lit. We're here. We're going to be talking poetics. We're going to be talking Yo, maybe crap. we should name it It's Life. Lit. This is the It's Lit podcast <laughs> with Jose Olivares, Aziza Barnes, John Sands in the house, you know what I mean? Fuck with us. Alright, peace, fam.
Don't concentrate 